20 years ago is 2011. 2011. Some of you are mothers, some of you are shushus, some of you are married. 2011, you never saw this coming. And so trust the one who is Alpha and Omega. Amen. Trust the one who is Alpha and Omega. And so then he says, I will go before you. With Israel, it was a cloud and a pillar. When you go to the book of um, Exodus, Exodus, He is the one who keeps the wolves out. He is the one who keeps the 
animals and the enemies out. And so he leads us, but he also shuts us in. Will you wait upon the Lord? Will you wait while he deals with the past? Will you, deal, will you wait while he deals with the enemy that is following you? Will you wait while he deals with all the words that were spoken against you? Or would you want to run and go to the Red Sea by yourself? You will not go in haste. You will not go in flight. So there are many times where delay frustrates the people of God because they don't understand why God is delaying them. The same God who is your vanguard in front of you is the same God who is behind you. And you have to allow him to move from before you. There are times he deals with the things ahead of you and there are times he defends you from things behind you. went from before them and stood behind them. Stood behind them. It doesn't mean you turned back. It doesn't mean God has given up on you. It doesn't mean there will not be a day you move on. But for now, God is dealing with things behind you. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me. There are things that need to be dealt with by mercy. There are things that need to be dealt with by goodness behind me. And so yesterday does not mess with my today. And so my past does not mess with my tomorrow. And so there will be times God will allow you to slow down, to actually sit down. And he will seem as if he has moved. Things are not progressing as fast as you thought. Things are not moving as quickly as you expected. Because he needs to deal with the shame of Egypt. He needs, he needs to deal with the tendencies of Egypt. He needs to deal with the demons from Egypt that are following him. And so, he says, so it came between the camp of Egyptians and the camp of Israel. The cloud came between the camp of Egyptians and the camp of Israel. The reason goes, God goes behind you is to make a distinction between those who fear him and those who don't, between his people and those that are not.
chapter 3, verse 13. We read several verses here. Your words have been harsh against me, says the Lord. Yet we say, How have we, what have we spoken against you? You have said it is useless to serve God. What profit is it that we have kept his ordinance and that we have walked as mourners? So these are people whom God has delayed, in quotes. These are people who feel as if what they have put in, in serving God, it is not showing up. And so they are harsh towards God. God says, you have been harsh against me. And he says, and you will say, how have we complained? How have we been harsh? He said, because you said, it is useless to serve God. Look at how my life is delayed. Look at how it seems like everybody else is moving on, but I am here. It seems like every nation in the wilderness is already at the sea, and yet Israel is stuck on this side of the Red Sea. And so we complain. We say God is taking his time. It is useless. Even keeping his commandments, what use is it? We have walked as mourners and before the Lord of hosts. And he says, so now we call the proud blessed. We call the proud blessed because God has put us in a place, a way of, uh, uh, they call it a holding pattern. He has put us in a place of waiting. Every nation has a king. We don't have a king. Every person is moving on. We are still waiting. And so we are looking at the proud. And those are the people we are not calling. We are now calling blessed. We are, he has made us to call the proud blessed. You will not go in haste. That is what God has said. And so everybody is rushing for you. Watch Araka. Watch Awasiwasi. My people, Hawata Tokan Awasiwasi, they will not go in haste. That is what God has said. And so, as long as you're feeling a hurried, as long as you're feeling like you need to run, He will put you down. He will say, Sit here. And so, while we are sitting and waiting, we look at the people who are proud and they have gone miles ahead. And now we are calling them blessed. For those who do wickedness are raised up. They even tempt God and go free. And so we say, what is the point of being righteous? What is the whole point of waiting on God? I thought God was going to super boost me. You know that? Like, from nursery, I would be in college. Now he has made me sit in nursery three years. When people are in grade school, I'm still in nursery. And now I'm looking at them and they are the blessed one. I am calling the proud blessed. I thought God was the supernatural God. He was going to make me skip through the years. He says, then those who feared God spoke to one another and the Lord listened and heard them. The Lord listened and heard them. 
I love this verse. Because when we sit down, when we sit down and talk, those who fear God, when they sit down, even God sits down and listens. Amen? Even God, the Bible says God listened. He was not eavesdropping. God was like, that's a very good point. I like the way you put that. I see how what you did there. God sit, sat down, God listened and heard them. And while they were still talking and eating ugali, on the other side, a book of remembrance was opened. And the Bible says it was written before him for those who fear the Lord. A book of remembrance, what they were talking, what they were encouraging each other, what they were saying, let us wait on God. The one who was going before us is the one who is behind us. And so we are not going to be in haste. Let us wait on God. While they were conversing, while they decided not to complain, a book of remembrance was opened. And for those who was written before him, for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. Then the next verse says, they shall be mine. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts. On the day I make them my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. They shall, then he shall again discern. He shall again discern between those who are righteous and those who are wicked, those who serve God and those who do not serve him. A time is coming, you make this distinction. Watch our Kimbir. Watch our Kimbir. A day is coming when your name is found in the book of remembrance. He will open that book and God will make the distinction. There will be a distinguishing factor between those who fear me and those who are wicked. And so you just wait on the living God. And so Israel is stuck because there is a Red Sea in front of them and there is Pharaoh. Now Israel, they have been slaves. They don't have a horse, they don't have a chariot, they have nothing. And so they are looking at these people. These are the blessed people. These are the people with the mansions. We have been serving them. And God says, wait, I am making a distinction. Just wait. I am doing a work. I am doing a work. At the point of waiting, what you say and what you meditate on, that is a point where your name is written in the book of remembrance. When you are waiting, don't complain. When you are waiting, when the Lord goes behind you, meditate on what he has done while he was in front of him. It says, For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly, will be stubborn. And the day is coming, which is coming, shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts. They will leave them neither root nor branch, but to you, but to you, who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. We shall go out. There will be a time of going out. He is the door. 
Eh? He is a door. There is a time he is acting like the shepherd, but for now three years, he has acted like the door. Amen. God, you told me you are the shepherd. When are we going out? John 10, he says, I'm the door. I'm the shepherd, but I'm also the door. You cast out demons. The demons are not being cast out. Because it's not a demon that is blocking you. It is Jesus who is the door. While he deals with the enemy outside, while he deals with everything that has been following him, he is closing you in. The Bible says that when God called Noah, when Noah entered, God shut Noah in. Noah did not have the key to the ark. God shut Noah in. There will be times where God leads you. And there will be times where he is a rear guard. He shuts the door. He is the door. There will be a time where he shall go out and grow fat. Like store-fed cows. Amen. There will be a time you shall grow fat and you shall come out. And it says you shall trample the wicked. You shall be so fat. They are done. You will trample on them. They shall be like ashes under the soles of your feet on the day that I, the Lord, do this, says the Lord of hosts. And so you are shut in so you can grow fat. You are shut in so you can deal with the enemy. You are shut in so that you can know how to deal with the demons. So that when you are released, you will, they will be like ashes beneath your feet. Just wait. Just wait. The Lord your God will go before you. The Lord your God will also come behind you. And so, Exodus 14, you were in 14? What verse? 14. Exodus 14, 14, I hear. 19. And so the pillar came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. Thus, it was a cloud, this is 20, in darkness to the one, and it gave light by night to the other, so that one did not come near the other all night. Now, why did God need the whole night? Why did God need the whole night? Remember what he said? While you are in waiting, while you are in waiting, I'm giving you an opportunity to not only talk with each other and meditate so that your name can be written in the book of remembrance. While God has you in waiting, he is dealing with the enemy, but he's also fattening you. He is also fattening. The Bible says, and the anointing shall break the yoke. 
While you are waiting, they sat down and conversed one to another. They meditated on his name and they grew fat so they would be the one who deal with the enemy that was coming. While they were in the holding pattern, they were supposed to grow in the spirit mightily because they were about to face giants. But within 14 days, they were about to start facing giants. They wasted these opportunities. They wasted the waiting opportunities that God was giving them. Brethren, do not waste the moments that God gives you while you wait. While you wait, speak about who God is. While you wait, meditate on his name. Because a day is coming when you will be the one dealing with the enemies. But because they wasted the time that they were learning, they wasted the time of waiting. Those who wait upon the Lord shall renew, shall renew, shall renew, shall renew their strength. God will not renew their strength. They shall renew their strength. When they wait upon the Lord, then they shall meditate on his name. Then they will talk one to each other about the good things that are done. Their names will appear in the book of remembrance. But they will also grow an anointing. They will grow fat and be able to break not only their own yokes, but the yokes where they are gone. Between Egypt and Canaan was 14 days. They had to learn this. They had to grow fast, quick. You are complaining that God is taking too long. God is wondering whether you actually know the chance you are supposed to be facing. For a whole night, God gave them a break to meditate and to talk one to another and grow fat because they are about to be released. Malachi says, you have complained. You have said it is useless serving God. When God surrounds you, And the angel of God, verse 21. Then was a stretch of the hand, his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land, and the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went to the midst of the sea on the dry ground. When you look at verse 19, 15. God asked Moses, why are you crying out to me? Why are you crying out to me? All the times that you are waiting for Pharaoh to release you, you should have been growing. When I was plaguing the Israelites and you were complaining, God, this guy is not listening. And you are praying and you are complaining. And you are saying, God, you are making them hate me even more. You are lying to me. I was giving an opportunity to grow. Why are you crying out to me by the Red Sea? You should know how to deal with this now. I gave you time. You are, you are concerned about Pharaoh. You are, you are focusing on the wrong thing. While I was dealing with Pharaoh, you are supposed to be growing. Why are you crying out to me? Lift up the rod. You should have known by now how to deal with the Red Sea. Well, I made you wait. You are 
how bad you are having it. You are saying, oh, Israel is standing against me. God, you told me to tell them that Pharaoh will release them. He is not releasing them. You are complaining while you are supposed to be growing. I made you wait while I dealt with the Pharaoh, but you were supposed to be growing. So, while I made you wait, you are supposed to be growing fat. You are supposed to be maturing because the Red Sea is not God's business. It is Moses' business. But this time, Moses was not ready. And God says, why are you crying out to me? Tell them to go forward. They should have seen what I did. While they were waiting, they should have been preparing for the journey ahead. The waiting period is not a vacuum. It's not useless. You can complain or you can grow. You can complain or you can be ready for the journey ahead to, uh, to trample on the enemies like ashes. So the children of Israel went to the midst of the sea on the dry ground and the waters were wall to them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Now it came to pass, in the morning watch, the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud. The Lord Akachungulia. And he troubled the army of Israel, the Egyptians. He took off their chariot wheels so that they drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians says, let us flee from the face of Israel. For the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. The Lord surrounds you. The Lord blocks you. The Lord leads you. The Lord is your vanguard. The Lord is your rear guard. The Lord is the author. He is also the finisher. He is alpha. He is also omega. There will be times he will be leading you straight forward. And there will be times he will block you so he can deal with whatever is following you. And while you wait, grow. While you wait, grow fat. While you wait, learn. Speak good things one to another. Meditate on the name of the Lord. Because he's about to make a distinction. He is about to make a distinction. He is not unfaithful. He is not unjust. There's a reason he is causing us to wait. He says young lions will go without food, and young men will utterly faint and fall. But when we wait upon the Lord, we shall renew our strength. Isaiah 14, that one. When we wait upon the Lord, we shall renew our strength. We shall run. Begin 1427. Why do you say, O Jacob, my way is hidden from the Lord? And speak, O Israel, my just claim is passed over by my God. What are you saying? Why are you saying that I'm not listening to you? Why are you saying that I've passed you over? Why are you saying I have delayed you? I've not, I'm not concerned with you. Don't you know 
that you're in a place of waiting. Why are you complaining? That God is not listening, God is not hearing, God is not answering. I have tried, I have tried, I have tried, it's not working. But the people who are unjust, they seem to be passing me by. Have you not known, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. And those who have no might increase strength. Don't you know how he operates? He does not faint and he wants you to be like him, not to faint. And so what he does, he gives power to the weak and strength to the weary. Don't you see, he knew you were weak. Don't you see, he knew you were weary. Don't you see, there's a place of recharging. Do you not understand, there's a place he needed you to grow? You are complaining. How God is not answering your prayers. Don't you see that you are the one supposed to deal with that stuff? Whatever it is you're praying for, he can do it immediately. But he needs you to be strong enough to steward the answered prayer. Don't you see that Canaan, he can give you in one day. But he needs you to be strong enough to steward Canaan. And so while you wait, he's making you like him. While you wait, he says, even the youth, they shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Where you are going, people younger than you will fall. People with more strength than you, they will fail. And so you must get a recharge that is not natural. You must get a recharge that is not of this world. You will need to grow fat in the spirit. You are thinking you know it, that you have the plans you have read in the books. No, 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 where you are going, even the educated will fall. But those who wait on the Lord, let, let him work on them. When they wait on the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and shall not faint. He has gone before you and now he has gone behind you. And you are wondering, Nilini Mungu, Utaniongoza, Ata Mimi Nifike Uko. He asked Israel, Do you not have understanding? Do you not? have understanding. I don't make you wait for nothing. There is only one bad thing you can do. It's complaining. It's complaining. Why God do you have me here? Why God do you have me here? Why? Why my way is hidden from you? My way, that's what 27 says, my way is hidden from the Lord. And my justice, he has passed over. He says, I wish you would gain understanding and see that this is a place where I'm actually making you strong, where I'm giving you power. This is a place. Jesus tells the disciples, 
There will be a time you will have sorrow because I'm leaving. But what you do, go and wait in Jerusalem. Go and wait in Jerusalem. And then you shall receive power. Just wait on the Lord. Just wait on the Lord. And they were there, they prayed and they praised God. And when they were ready, the Spirit came. When the Spirit came, they went out. While they were there, they were meditating on what Jesus had told them. They were meditating, they were speaking one to another. Books of remembrance were being opened. They were growing fat. And when they came out, they did not need anyone to tell them what to do. They were ready for this. When the power is connected, will you be ready? When the house is connected to the power, will the house be ready to handle what God has released? Kishike Kono Bwana 